Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Adam from Victory and Veterans Health Club, Georgia, out of Midway, Georgia. Welcome to the show, Adam. How are you today? I'm all right. I'm all right. This is new for me. I'm excited to have you here. It's okay if it's it's a new podcasting is is new for a lot of people, but I'm excited you took the opportunity to be here to give back to our industry a little bit today. What I would love for you to do, Adam, is just tell us what was it that got you in the position of becoming a gym owner? Uh, I just seen this gym in Michigan, where I'm originally from, and just decided to jump all in because it was something that was that hits home for me. Awesome. So um, tell us a little bit about Victory Gym and Veterans Health Club. Like, who are you guys and what services do you have to provide for your clients? So we are a non-for-profit uh, gym that provides free gym memberships to veterans, first responders, and active and reserve military. So we, and then we charge civilians a small fee. But uh, what we offer is a raw, rusted up gym that has everything you need to basically hit your goals. And then we also provide uh, peer-to-peer PTSD groups as well as spousal support groups. So you have a little bit, I mean, you have the kind of, is the gym 24-7? Yeah, it's, it's like that. Uh, when uh, members sign up, they get a code and they get to access the gym at any point in time. Yeah, so you have this kind of facility where both civilians and military first responders, they can come in, they can get in a workout, do their own thing, um, feel good about themselves. But then you also have kind of a side here where you have some sort of mental health resources for veterans. Um, So that's that's really cool that you've been able to kind of combine those two things. Um, When you look at... Uh, the business right now, do you guys offer personal training at all? Is that something that's a part of the business? Uh, We are still looking for a personal trainer that's willing to come in uh, and, you know, wow us in a sense. Um, So, I mean, we're always open for a personal trainer, but typically when I'm up at the gym, I tend to help out where I can. And it's not exactly personal training in a sense. It's just more of if they need help with doing a certain exercise and I'll help them with that. Yeah. So um, I love the idea of personal training and I'm going to tell you why I love it. It's because, you know, there's always people out there who maybe want to get healthy again, but they feel like they don't know how. And even if we did spend, you know, 20 years in the military and we get out and we have, you know, five or 10 years off, we kind of forget and our body changes a lot. And so it can be hard for people to get that motivation up and go. But something that really helps them is personal training because you have somebody counting on you. You have somebody that has the workout already created for you. We're able to tailor that workout for you and your goals, and we're able to help people feel better. And it's not a bad thing for our business either. I know that you're a non-for-profit, but you know, printing would create a bit of a bit more profit for the business um, to help you, you know, fund the things that you're looking to fund. So yeah. is it something just a matter of the fact that you haven't been able to find a trainer, or has there been any other difficulties? Uh, it's just not finding a trainer in a sense. Okay. What are some of the things that you've done to try to find a trainer? I did like, uh, I reached out to some schools that offers the courses Mm. and, you know, I gave, give it to that, the head of that department told them, Hey, look, you know, if there's anybody that's looking to get a fresh, get a good start, here's my, uh, gym. Uh, I've looked up, you know, personal trainers and see where they're located at and if they're looking for new locations, stuff like that. 
Yeah. So kind of a little bit of everything. I think honestly, it's a hard time not in employment. It's definitely uh, our find people to work for us. I mean, it's definitely not impossible, but it is challenging right now. You're not yeah. the only one who has has dealt with that. But I do think that within your clientele, there is a desire for personal training. Like if you said, hey, we have a personal trainer, do you think that you have clients that would be interested in that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that it's such a such a little vital piece. But no, that now that we've touched on that a little bit, I kind of want to ask, like, when, when we look at your current clients, how many clients do you guys currently have within the facility? Uh, like our client base right now, we're looking at roughly, I mean, wide variety from like eighteen to like forty-five, maybe. And most of them do really want, uh, do really want a, uh, personal trainer, but you know, we, we've been telling them we're trying to look for some and trying to get, find the right one. That would be, you know, a good fit here. Yeah. Um, so like terms of how many clients do you guys have right now? How many do you, how many would you say like total do you have in the space? How many clients, like how many members, I guess. Uh, right around 350. Okay. And with that 350, how many of those would you say are people that are coming in and paying for a membership? Because veterans are receiving free memberships. How yeah. many active people do you have paying, would you say? I would say probably about half or more. Okay. Do you think that, you know, with your 300 to 350 members, is that a place where you feel comfortable or do you want more members to build that clientele, have more people in the space? I am always looking for more, more members. I want to be able to just keep growing because, I mean, we've been open since the end of COVID in 2020 in December. So, and from then to now, we are we have 350 people, which I think is a great growth, but you know, others say no. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. It's, it's been a crazy couple of years. So props to you for really pulling through and making, you know, something out of that. Um, so, you know, since you want more, you always want more. It sounds like you're the type of guy who wants big things for yourself and, and your business. Tell me what you're actively doing to aid that growth process. How are you finding new clients? Uh, how I'm finding new clients is I do fundraisers. So like when I do my fundraisers, some people are like, well, I never heard of you. So I would sit there and I'd be like, well, if you got a few minutes, we can sit and talk and I can let you know everything about my uh, uh, organization. And if it's something you're interested in, you know, here's my address. Here's where you can come and meet us at and we'll talk more. And, you know, from that, you know, I've gained probably 20, 30 members from that. Uh So um, kind of like events and with events that produces word of mouth, people get talking about us and then we spark that interest and and they kind of want to come in. But I like to think of, of word as something that like, we can't really predict how quickly that's going to help us get to where we want to go because we can't say, Hey, this event is going to make everybody talk about us. And we're going to have a hundred new clients come because it's not realistic. We can't predict it. So I always like to say like word of mouth supplemented with something else is the perfect kind of combo. So have you tried anything outside of word of mouth to get new clients? Uh, yeah, I've done uh, like, um, so like there's a CrossFit gym around here in Georgia that invites us all the time out there to come and take part into their events because what they do is they will, like they have veterans that come in there that maybe can't handle the, the uh, loud bangs of the weights drop in and stuff like that. So, you know, we will come in, do a peer to peer group with them and entail, they would, you know, they, they come and they sign up with us 
but they'll just come with us for gym for the peer-to-peer group uh, and then their family members that don't like you know they're not the the crossfit uh psychos is what i like to call them because that's a hard group there but they'll come and sign up for it with us because they were told other than word of mouth they've seen the gym when they come in and you know and just come and t- check it out yeah so just building relationships with people in your community has helped you you know, help you get people talking. Um, what I've seen is a lot of people utilizing digital platforms. We're kind of in a digital age right now, right? Everybody's yeah. doing everything online. And so have you guys utilized digital platforms at all like Facebook or Instagram or YouTube yep. to help business? Yep, we do. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. And, uh, you know, I go on there, do like Facebook Live and share videos that way um i share you know everything that's up up and coming with the gym or something new with it and you know i post it out there i try to be as active as possible on the facebook plat on the social media platform yeah being active on those platforms in today's day and age is awesome i mean everybody everybody is active on those places so why not utilize it to help us grow our business Um, there's a feature on there to like, I guess, advertise where like you put a dollar behind your post to reach a Mm -hmm. bigger kind of community of people who aren't necessarily following us. Have you guys ever done that before? Yep. We've, uh, I can say I put in, I spent, put some money behind a couple of our, uh, posts that we do that I feel that would reach out the most. And out of that, you know, we've reached we've had, you know, a decent turnout, not what I would expect, but you know, it's, it's a turnout and we get people signing up that way. Yeah. So do you think that there's anything like, do you think that that could be enhanced? Like you said, you get a decent turnout. Like, do you think there's anything that you could do to, to make that better? Uh, yeah. Put someone better looking than myself out in there. <laughs> Yeah. How many people are you reaching when you run an ad, do you think? Uh, from what it tells me, anywhere from like 200 to 250 people. And how many, it. Yeah. And how many of those people would you say convert to members? Uh, not as much as I would like. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 40 or 50 people. Yeah. And let me be honest with you here, Adam. I'm definitely not an expert at marketing and advertising. And I don't think that you are either. Like, let's be honest with ourselves. We both have different paths, but neither of us went to school for advertising or marketing. We went to school for completely different things. And so it's okay for us to not be an expert at marketing or or advertising, but understanding that it is a valuable piece to grow our business and looking for those resources to help us definitely key here. Um, and so I want to ask you, Adam, like when you look at the business, what's, what's something that you see as a challenge right now or a bottleneck and what are you doing to kind of work on overcoming that? Um, I get asked a lot, do I have tanning beds? (laughs) And um, no, I don't have tanning beds. Uh, I really don't want to put them in my gym mm-hmm. because, like I said, I try to keep it as you know as neutral as possible. With the fact of deployment gyms, we just don't have. We never had tanning beds. We had a tanning sun. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, so you just kind of want to keep it old school. So like a challenge for would for you would be that you guys just don't offer everything that people are looking for. And to be honest, like you don't have to have everything that people are looking for, but we also want to make sure that we're providing enough value for our clients. And that doesn't always look like, hey, let me add everything that people are asking for. Yeah. But it's like a matter of, okay, well, we're currently offering 24-7 access. We're thinking about adding personal training. 
Um, is there, you know, an interest in nutrition? Is there an interest in um, accountability and support? Like, are those things that you think your community could benefit from? Yeah, so uh, what I do, uh, not as often as I should, but I do reach out to individuals that if they've been showing up quite often and then all of a sudden hadn't showed up for like a week, I'll reach out to them and say, hey, you know, we haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? Are you all right? You know, you can come to the Wednesday meetings or even Thursday meetings and come talk and we can try and help you and stuff like that. Um, and then as for like the nutrition side of it, um, I eat everything. I don't really have a nutrition <laughs> standpoint. That's okay. That's but, okay. You know, but like, I think a lot of people out there are just looking for guidance and support. And so like, regardless yeah. if it's something that we do or not, like I can provide nutritional support to my clients, but the way I eat is completely different than the, the guidance yeah. that I'm providing them. But people need things like that, especially if they're really looking to make kind of a holistic change in their life. Um, and so that's just another added on kind of service that we can give to our clients. It looks like, Hey, we provide you some more value. Um, and we can kind of turn it into like an additional stream of revenue that you're able to bring into the business to yeah. help fund the, the veteran stuff. So just an interesting thought, but if I were to hand you a magic wand, Adam, and I said, all right, you've reached all your goals for victory gym, you know, everything is going great. You're happy. Um, what would that picture look like for you? Um, just a steady flow of funds coming in and being able to be a, uh, the top name on the list of the fight against the 22 a day. So, so the funds that you're hoping to bring in, you obviously we want to increase funds. Yeah. What, what organization or what exactly will these funds be going to? Uh, basically just paying bills, obviously the, the basic necessity of the bills and then being able to, you know, hire on veterans that or first responders that are just looking for something to make a little extra cash on. Awesome. So what do you think you have to do to what, like what has to happen within the business right now for it to be, uh, become a possibility for you to hire more veterans, have more cash flowing into the business? Um, I guess being able to, to, uh, Yeah, I mean, it sounds like, it sounds to me like really to get there, you have to kind of probably spread the word a little more, right? Yeah, get more yeah. people interested in your services. That that sounds like the primary thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm really, really excited to see how you're able to get the word spread out amongst, you know, Midway and the surrounding areas. And because this is a resource that's very much needed. Um, you know, uh, veterans need a place to go and work. They need a place to go and get healthy again. Um, they need a place to go and talk to other veterans and you're providing that. And I really amend your work and in, in keeping this business going while well, it looks like you also work a, another job. So you're probably yeah. a pretty busy guy. Um, yeah. so thank you so much for being here today, Adam. Do you guys have an Instagram page for the facility? Yeah, it's uh, I haven't been on it in a while. I think it's called Victory Gym VHCGA. Okay, V V V S C G A. Sweet, yeah. awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here today for sharing your insight. Thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in. I hope that um, you learned something valuable today from our discussion. Adam, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description and we will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out.
Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk fitness business with gym owners who are in the trenches, changing lives in their area. I'm your host, Dominic. Today, I'm here with my guest, owner of Libra Fitness Club in Houston, Texas, Abdallah Atia. Thanks for being with us today. Hi, thank you so much for this opportunity. You're, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Excited to have you on. So in your own words, tell us about Libra Fitness Club. Libra Fitness Club, it's um, one-to-one a personal, one-to-one a personal, like a PT studio, uh, mm-hmm. one-to-one like personal training uh, studio. Uh, we have like, it's a uh, thousand square feet. Um, it's uh, like, we have the, uh, we have everything like the, the client they need to, uh, for them to, um, to stay active, to be safe. Uh, we make sure always to, uh, to provide the, like the best service and at the same time to, to make the, the place it's uh, safe for everyone. Excellent. Excellent. So mostly focusing on high attention, high value, personal training, and, and we're mostly an audio podcast, but you know, we'll, we'll give the links, but um, it's a very high end looking studio. Everything is, it's on brand, it's organized, it's professional. Uh, It doesn't look like working out in a, in a dirty basement somewhere. This is a state of the art appearing facility with a trainer that cares. That's right. Like that, one of the most important thing for us to keep the facility, it's uh, always organized, everything in place, uh, always clean. Uh, we clean after each client to make every, to make it like stay fresh and clean. Perfect. I want to get more into what you're doing, but before we do that, we need some background because you took a unique path to get here, <laughs> went and uh, went to school for something unrelated, but you found a love of training people and changing lives. So give us that backstory. That's right. Uh, I actually went to the school for uh, software engineering and I had a degree in software engineering. Uh, I always loved that. Like I, and I, I saw myself like doing something with that. But, you know, when I went to the school and kind of like stuff started going, I'm like, uh, not this is what I need. I'm not this is what I'm really like. I didn't find myself in there. And uh, after that, like I start look ar- looking around, like kind of trying to find something. It's like, like f- something I like. Uh, then I find like, okay, I like the gym. I like to to train people. Like I I like to like when I have uh, some people like gym partner with me. I like to take care of them, train them, and always they see like a good results. And uh, from there, I went and I get. Um, the certification, certified personal trainer, um, and start build my career from there. Um, and always like I trying to, I'm trying to stay uh, like up to date, taking more certification always. Awesome, awesome. So when it came time to have a studio, uh, it was 2020. That's right. And, yeah. And you decided to find a space, get a lease, and open. And for anybody who's been under a rock for the last few years, there's a pandemic in two, that started in 2020. So what was the timing for you? Did it, was it during, pre, post? How did that timing work out? Right. Uh, when it's COVID hit, I was working with uh, like with other gym. Uh, then like, you know, all the gyms closed and like, I, I know my, my people, they like uh, my client, they, they, need, they need to stay active. And I know how much this is important for them. I kind of start like train them like on the on the park, and then like kind of to keep them active. Uh, but after that, I start looking like kind of to open a new like to open a gym. But in the same time, I'm I'm afraid with like you know the COVID situation. All the gym is closing, <laughs> and um, 
like looking around then I didn't have really this much money to open this business and that was another thing challenging with the difficult time uh, but I start with a small place um, just kind of to to have a place to to like to build my my vision from awesome awesome so you started out in the same building that you have now correct right yeah so- I started the same building <laughs> and that's funny like when I start the place was kind of like half what I'm having right now. Like my gym now is a thousand square foot. When I start was like around 350. Uh, I didn't, I like when I start, I have just a couple mats, a uh, couple like dumbbells to a barbell and just basic stuff and maybe one bench. <laughs> and after that, more I'm like building the business, more I'm saving, more I'm buying more equipment and invest more in the business. Yeah, a good testament to the fact that, when, especially when it comes to coaching and training, the equipment is, you have to have some, right? You can only get so far with, with body weight or improvisation, but you don't need to have a million dollars or $100,000 worth of stuff. If you're a good trainer and you grow at a reasonable pace, it's more about the experience you can give someone in the results than having every new shiniest toy that you have, Correct. Right. Yeah. You know, like you say something important, like when, when you know what you're doing and when, when you know your, like your clients, what they need, you can provide them the best without like all this fancy stuff or like all this like crazy machines with simple equipment, you can do a great workout. Yeah. A hundred percent, hundred percent. So with the growth um, you got to a certain point where you had to expand the facility. So for you, that was about uh, with 350, 400 square feet where you started? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So do you remember um, how many clients you were serving in that space before you had to grow? Um, actually, when I started, I had maybe uh, three, four, five clients. Then after that, they start like building more. Actually, the, the vision was when I expand this place to have more trainers, like come with them clients to train because I know how many trainers, like they tired from big gym, dirty equipment, uh, like that system, it's like, <laughs> it's holding them from doing like a lot of nice things. And uh, that was the idea. But after the COVID kind of start hitting back, like the numbers start going up again. I choose just to stay just me and uh, protect my clients and keep them safe. Uh, and for the next step, I will have more trainers come and like start training than people would. Okay. So right now, primarily, you've got this bigger space. You are primarily personal training. Uh, but once a week on, on Saturday, you do a group class. Right. What, where did the idea from that come? What are the, the benefits for you? And I know that obviously you couldn't do it without your, your bigger space. So how did this all come to be? Right. Um, I, used, I used to do like, even before I opened this gym, I used to do the, like the group training or we call it the boot camp <laughs> outside, like in the park. But you know, when it's in the summer, it's so difficult. It's challenging to do it outside. This space, it's really make it way easier. The bootcamp, it's the idea for the bootcamp. It's just, we kind of like, it's more social, but in the same time to have like the, this great workout in Saturday and to start your weekend with this like amazing workout. And because, you know, the most people they have like social stuff in Saturday, Sunday, kind of no one go to the gym. And from there, like, the, the idea for the boot camp it's got it so are the people who come to the boot camp primarily just your personal training clients or are there people from outside that come in to do that with you too yeah it's uh, the people they come to the boot camp uh, it's uh, just the people for uh, for my gym like the the one for one to one people uh, but it's the different the the one to one session it's 30 minutes the, the group class, it's an hour. It's give them the opportunity like to have like more time in the training. And it's kind of different than one-to-one training. Like I'm focusing every week in some different things. 
Got it. Got it. Okay. So as you've, as you've grown this uh, gym for the time that, you know, we've, we've had the bumps with COVID, but you're growing. Uh, there are a couple of things that you've done um, to, to add on some services, but I want to talk about how you've grown to a degree. How have you gotten the word out? I'm here. Come train with me. These are results. What has brought most of your clients to you? Um, you know, like, for me, I really, I, I do care about my people. And uh, to point, I don't like to say clients. I call them like Libra Fitness Club family. And this is something really important for me and people because like they really see me like I care about them. I do sometimes customer like customized stuff for them to really make sure they, they can do the workout. They, they can get the results they want. Uh, like more like people word from mouth, you know. They, the referral, uh, and in the same time, they always like my people. They really nice. They go on uh, uh, Google. They give me a nice review. People they see that they call me and they they come to me. And another thing, it's really helped me a lot. The social media. Um, I'm really like <laughs> I wasn't really active on the social media. I'm not really. I don't like always to take pictures, like share stuff, but. Uh, after I start like jumping the social media, it's the, the idea of that just to be able to help more people to stay healthy and to really reach, reach them goal fast and safe without them hurting themselves, without they get injury. And after that, they stop and they can't do nothing. Absolutely. So word of mouth, referrals, social media, posting, those have mostly gotten gotten the people who have come to you. Um, right. As as an individual personal trainer, sometimes that flow it can be enough, right? Uh, but the thing that I hear from a lot of people of, of gyms of different size, from personal trainers to large gym, is referrals are great. Word of mouth is great. These people come in, they love you, they give you a high five and a credit card, and everything is great. <laughs> but it's unpredictable. We can't control it. It's hard to say like, Hey, my goal is to sign up three new clients this month and just wait. So have you run up against that yet where it's good, but unpredictable? And if so, how have you tackled that? Yeah, that's, you know, some, sometimes it's a little bit difficult. Like you said something like, um, when you're an independent personal trainer, you don't have like sales team. You have to do all your this job by yourself. Uh, but the only thing you you need to be patient. I think this is the most thing helped me. Um, and just for me, I really I do my best. I do everything I can do. Then I leave it for God. Like nothing I can do more. Like yeah, that's that's a great way to look at it. So right yeah. now. Um, I want to get into in a minute what, what you're doing with online training, but as far as the hours that you can train clients right now, um, are you, are you at capacity? Are you trying to find more hours in the day? Are you on a waiting list? Where are you as far as like your total capacity, would you say? Uh, like maybe I can fit another three to five people on my schedule. This is the max. What can, what can I like? get uh and after that definitely i need more people to help like more trainers yeah yeah so and and that's that's kind of where i figured it was going and how we're looking at things because as a personal trainer you can either work more hours until you run out of hours in the day or you can right. change your level of service or you have to figure out something else if you want to help more people and most of us get into this because we want to find everybody we can and give them fitness and health and and transform, but there's, you know, you can't clone yourself yet. So in, until we have an Abdallah cloning machine, we need other paths. So you do have the goal at some point to add on more trainers, but it's going to be at the highest quality. You're not going to hand anybody off to Libra fitness family. If you don't, if you can't put a hundred percent behind them, correct? Yeah, that's right. Like, it's really challenging to find um, not just like certified trainer, the trainer, they really care and they provide the same service I do. 
Um, and this is something really like I'm I'm been looking like I've been looking for, and I still <laughs> like it's uh, to find a good trainers they can like uh, to do this hand hand to hand with me with but at the same time protect the clients, clean really good and really protect the the, the clients to, during the workout. Uh, but the other part, what I'm doing right now, I kind of like we do uh, jump online and start to do like more online uh, coaching and uh, online nutrition, like online personal training even, and like kind of to to expand and in the same time, like to be able to control everything. Because like you said, it's I have just just a specific amount of hour every day. Yeah. And I think the way that all ties together is where you said, maybe you could take a couple more clients, but it's, they have to fit perfectly into the hours that you have available. That's right. A great trainer, somebody who's got the right availability certificate. If everything comes together, if a great trainer falls in your lap, gets sent your way, then, then you'll go down that path. But in the meantime, the online platform gives you a lot of flexibility. You can interact with people in the hours that you have. You can, you can scale yourself a little bit. There are some ways that you can leverage your time, your knowledge and help more people without, you know, having the exact same commitment to be in one space at one time, like you would more personal training clients. Right. Actually, this is the good thing with the online training or the online coaching, because you meet with the people for the first time, you understand what they need, like what's about the workout, if they have injury, what they about the like kind of them lifestyle. Then after that, you start customize everything for them and you can like the contact between you and them, like they didn't have to be in a specific time, in a specific hour, just like how like anytime you can, you can just finish the thing and send it to them. It, it have like more flexibility and you can get like more clients and, uh, and more people you work with on online, definitely. Absolutely. So with the online uh, service, I know that you'll have, a, you know, you've got nutrition coaching, you've got accountability checking in. Uh, there are people do different execution of the, the training. So is your, is your service going to be mostly providing workout plans uh, doing live sessions with people sometimes, pre-recorded workouts or some mixture of those things. Yeah, it's the, actually the way I'll, how I like to do the online coaching because the most of the time with the online coaching, the biggest challenge, like you give someone a workout, okay, what is this? What they need to do? Like what the right motion? What the like even sometimes they have they need to to have another trainer. Like okay, what the idea if you with me and you need to hire a trainer like. I did nothing for you. The way I like to do it, I like to provide them everything, like a, the full package together, like the, the workout, the workout calendar, uh, the meal plan. Um, and in the same time, I like to give them like two online sessions to make sure like they do the stuff correctly, make sure like they understand all the program if they have any question. Uh, and they have like with all of this, all the exercise I give them, they have a videos they can look at it and see like what the right motion, how they can do it without, without they get injured. And this way, like they can get the best results and they save them time and they go and go anytime to the gym, they don't need me. And I'm always available for them. All right. So a, a very complete package with even a little bit more robust onboarding at the beginning and right. then as they get acclimated, uh, they can have as little or as much uh, of that as they want as you figure out their package. Exactly. Yeah. The most, the most important thing for me to stay like in, in touch with them, to follow up with them, like even with like just text message or like anything, just to make sure they, they know what they're doing, if they need any question, they do everything right. And I'm always, I'm, I'm always like here for them. Excellent. Okay. So as somebody who has in-person training and online training, I'm always interested in what your intake process looks like. As you say, you don't have a sales staff, you don't have a team. If somebody's going to become your client in person or online, you have to have the initial conversation with them. You can call it a sales consult. You can call it intake, whatever you want, but you have to have 
a conversation about what somebody is, what they have, what they want, how are you going to get there? So how do you do that? And is it the same for online and in person? It's actually a little bit different between online and in person. But at the same time, I always, uh, like, for example, in person, uh, I schedule the fitness assessment, uh, kind of sit with them, uh, understand, like, why they come to the gym, why they want to work out, what their motivation to, to do this, um, and understand if they have any injury, if they have any, like, uh, health problem I need to be aware of. Aware, aware of uh and uh, after that we'll do like some uh, kind of like some nut workout just like some motions to see like them flexibility if they have like any to see from where i can start with them uh and after that they i see them i show them the the packages and all this stuff and they sign from there about the online it's kind of the same but it's more talking to understand them the need and after that, I customize the program for them. I send it to them. Then after that, we, we schedule time to talk again after they go through the program if they need any question or if not, something is not clear for them. Okay, so in, in any aspect of how you're executing this, it's, it's very customized and with continual feedback. It's not cookie cutter, boilerplate, you're right. working working through it again, especially in the initial phases to make sure you know where somebody is, uh, uh, biological age versus training age, skill, right. motivation. These are things that your conversation may be questions and answers, but you're calculating in your head what type of, of client or in your case, Libra Fitness family member uh, that you have and how their, how their journey is going to look. Right. I, I always like, I like to ask the, like the first, when the people, they come to me, I like to ask them, like, what's your goal? Like, what do you think? Like, what do you want to do? And even if they don't have goal, I, I kind of help them to, to make a goal. Um, it's the most important thing for me to have everything customized and to always hear the feedback to make sure they comfortable with, with, with what they're doing and they happy and they really always motivated to to keep doing what you're doing because for me it's more lifestyle than it's oh i'm going to the gym just for this month and then oh, maybe i will continue or not after i lose this like five pounds or ten pounds i want them to be happy and i want them to learn from this uh, this process got it got it okay so as we go through it, in one of the big aspects of personal training, especially when it's true personal training, it's customized, there's a lot of feedback, a lot of attention. One of the best metrics that we see with this affecting is retention, how long the client stays with you. Uh, is that something that you've tracked officially or something that you've at least had your finger on the pulse of, like how long your clients generally stay with you? Um. Actually, the people there with me, they stay with me. Uh, I they did, never like, leave. <laughs> they never leave and unless they like they moved out of town or something. And even the people they move out of out of town, they stay with me. Like even online training, online coaching, they stay communicate with me because they they know I really care. And sometimes like. They, oh, let's do this. No, like this is not going to be good for you. Even you paid for it. And even if it's good for me, but no, it's I'm choosing the best for you because I care about you. That's why like the people, they love to stay here. And I want to keep this. Even if I have like 20 or 30 trainers. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great thing. And you basically, um, you said something that I was thinking is, you know, when, when you're a one, you know, single trainer operation, it's really, really easy to keep people if you're a good trainer because they're getting results. And if they stay, if they stay for a little while, they also like your personality. So those things, they come and people stay for a long time and, and there used to only be so many ways you could keep people, but eventually people move or, you know, things change, their schedule changes, but because you're incorporating this online component it's not just an additional service. 
that goes up, it also goes outward because it helps your retention. Um, you know, people who can afford a personal trainer a lot of times too, you know, may also have the same disposable income that they can travel. So instead of not training, you can work with them remotely, or if they, you know, spend six months in Houston and six months in Vail, Colorado, if you're yeah. their trainer, you can still work with them in a way that we weren't able to, or nobody embraced as much, uh, pre COVID. So yeah, I and- you're seeing that as a technique there too. Yeah, it's actually like this one of the things it's really challenging for people when they travel like they they wanted to hit a goal and but they travel a lot like, okay, I can't I can't work out when I'm not in Houston. Like, what can I do with the online coaching? Now, anytime they travel, they have me with them. Like they just schedule the session and I try to be too flexible with them when they travel or, or like online. Because I know they, they have a lot that sometimes the different of the time. Sometimes I have to wake up like 1 a.m. because the different with the, with the time. Just for me, because I know how much this is important for them and how much this will like will reflect good in their health and like in their mental health too. Excellent. Excellent. I love love that attitude and outlook. And it's no wonder why people aren't aren't leaving you once once you get there. <laughs> Um, that, and, and I'm not sure if they'd be strong enough to break free your big dude. So, um, <laughs> as we, as we see where things are going with you, you're expanding, you're, you're getting to the online space. Uh, you're eventually going to find some great trainers that you can add in. What's the big vision? You know, if you could project five or 10 years down the road, where do you want this to ultimately turn into? Is it, would you like to have multiple studios and online one large studio in online. What, what would you ideally like this to look like someday? Um, the vision to have like a big gym, like one location, it's big gym and have like small studios around uh, some of them in Houston and really some in Austin area. Uh, but this is like the, the vision for the next uh, 10 years. And uh, that's why this is one of the reasons I started like jump online kind of to, to be able to, to save more to reach this goal. Awesome, man. Awesome. Um, as far as the work that you've put in, the things you've done, the things you've seen so far, you know, it's only been a couple of years, but there's a lot of lessons early on. Right. So is there anything, if you look back, a piece of advice, a piece of wisdom that you'd like to give yourself uh, a little bit sooner? Uh, the only thing, just be patient. <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, when, I'm, when I start, I just, I, I was the biggest challenge for me just because I'm new in here. I moved here like four years ago and kind of like learning everything about the, like the, opening LLC and how to do the legal stuff. And like, even with the, when I start like do uh, import for the fitness equipment, uh, it's kind of like challenging for me. And in some point, like this is really too much. I was, I didn't lose the hope, but I'm like, okay, it is what it is. But just the only piece of advice I can give myself is just be patient and work hard. Nothing wrong with that. That's a, it's a huge yeah. thing. It's so easy to say and so hard to do. Right. Adal, we're just about out of time here, but before I let you go, I want to make sure our listeners can find you, whether they're in Houston or just want to see what you've put together here and keep track. Uh, I know you just started with some social media, so where do they find you? Uh, they can find me on uh, on uh, Instagram. They can go Libra, Libra Fitness Club on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and my personal, uh, my personal Instagram too, Abdullah Atia, they can find me there, um, uh, in Google, Lee Prophetics Club, uh, we are in, uh, 4001 San Jacinto Street, 77004. Awesome, man. Well, I really appreciate you being on with us today. Loved hearing about your journey. I'm going to have a good time following it along. I can't wait to see what this turns into. For now, we have to say goodbye, but thank you for being with us, and I I wish you continued success. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And everyone out there listening, as always, we know we wouldn't be here without you. We appreciate you spending part of your day with us. 
We hope you found value and inspiration in this episode. If you'd like to hear more, hit the subscribe button. We'll notify you when new episodes drop. To everyone out there in Jim Ward's nation, keep working hard, keep changing lives. Jim Ward's out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest all the way from the UK. It is John with ATS. John, happy Monday, man. What's going on? How are you doing today? Hi, everyone. Randy, yeah, um, really good. It's uh, a bit of a heat wave here, actually. I don't know. We didn't discuss that, but yeah, 30 degrees today in, I'm actually in Scotland as well. So that's like so rare. It's unbelievable. Uh, so yeah, good Monday. <laughs> Holy cow. There we go. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about the joke or not, but yeah, good Monday regardless. Um, and so, uh, look, we're excited to have you on here, John, and, and we're definitely getting ready to dive in to the nitty gritty of what you have with ATS. But first let's take a step back here. Uh, we kind of want to give you the opportunity here to kind of just let us know how you describe ATS, right? If I came in and I'm like, Hey, what do you guys do here? Tell me a little bit about it. What would that sound like? So, yeah, we're a small boutique training facility that offers both just the ability for just your average member just to train in a free weights environment, but also introduce the general public to the weight room environment and then care to local athletes as well to improve their performance for whatever sport that may be um, from. We actually have quite a few American football players or all the way to we've had some Olympic uh, climbing athletes as well. So just a huge variety and there's always a little bit of something for everyone. So, yeah, I love that. I love that. And so we'll dive right into the basics here. Um, you know, John, how many, how many members are you serving currently? So we currently serve 30 members. So it's quite um, a niche kind of market. Um, and we yeah. kind of sell ourselves on a very premium space. And we really want to be available. Like the, the gym's always available to any one of our members. And we hate the idea that a member has to come in and wait like 30 minutes for to use the squat rack or something like that. That's quite a common problem. Over in the UK, I imagine it's kind of a worldwide problem, a global problem as well. Um, yeah. So we're really trying to keep ourselves in the area where, um, yeah, it's quite special to be a member of ATS and that you're always going to get a bit of kit or at least be able to share with someone. Yeah, um, 100%. And so at ATS, would you say, because um, I know you said it's a very niche demographic here, so um, is it all 100% athletes from different athletic backgrounds or would you say that, there's even some average Joes. I mean, how would you how would you correlate like your demographic there? I, I definitely say we're probably 50-50. There's average average Joes is a reasonable term. There's lots of just like the general public um that are in. And then yeah, kind of spread of various athletes from different sports and stuff. So uh, definitely kind of 50-50 on on the two. Yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. I love that you have that versatility there. I think that's super important, right? You don't want to just limit yourself to a specific demographic there. I think you could always appeal to more, especially with the name, right? I mean, athletic training systems, yeah. you know, obviously the athletes will be, you know, a little more um, directed there, right? They'll be more inclined to go in, but as, as long as you could appeal to the other demographic as well, I think that's super important. And so, you know, John, for you, um, what's been the best method of getting these new people through the door, right? What's worked well for you to get people interested? Um, for us, it's kind of, been word of mouth uh, we've tried uh, again i think as i said i've listened to a fair bit of the podcast and there's a lot of you try instagram marketing paid marketing google marketing ads and all this sort of stuff and actually when it comes down to it 
the just referrals from your current clients is the best way that we found to get not just people through the door because yeah okay we do get more leads and stuff from the other aspects but they don't turn out to be those stalwarts of your gym that are there for you know two years three years that are there kind of being the heart and soul as i said we've only got 30 members so we're really focused on we want people to come in and really buy into our community and really just love training at the gym rather than just having a high turnover of people that are kind of knocking on the door yeah you know completely i think that's super important i think that's i think it's very important i mean to realize that you know obviously it's longevity right yeah. you want to be able to retain these people and not just you know have them for a month or so and then what you know just go away no that's, that's very very important and so for you john i mean you know obviously being a little more boutique styled right a little smaller yeah let's say clients leads traffic was unlimited here and i mean obviously hypothetically speaking of course you know, if that was unlimited, I mean, what's that hypothetical max? Like how much higher can you go than 30 total? Yeah. So, I mean, the 30 is also currently limited by our floor size, like our gym floor size. We're currently at 700 square feet. Um, so that kind of limits where we can go, but we'd be looking to expand on our size and then just kind of grow from there. Um, but there is a certain kind of threshold. I think maybe a hundred would be the cap because what, we've tried to do and we've built is a real small community where literally everyone knows each other. There's no one that walks unless someone's new, obviously not. You can't know everyone instantly, but of course, um, we love the fact that everyone knows who everyone is. No one's scared of like sharing a squat rag with each other or um, yeah. So we really want to try and keep it smaller um, so that everyone still keeps that community vibe, but not, and not just lose it into like a massive facility where, you know, you got a thousand, two thousand members, and there's absolutely no hope of you doing ten percent of people there. I love that. I love that. I think that's so important, man. And so, you know, let's say this, John. Right? Um, I think we all kind of know, right? Like, I mean, in the fitness industry, gym industry, tracking, right? And that's probably one of the most important that we track our macros, we track our body fat, we track how much weight is on the bar. How do you track your metrics, right? I mean, how do you track the people who do come through the door, right? I mean, you have 30 clients and how would you know how long they've been with you? How would you know if they're getting ready to cancel? Yeah. How do you track those numbers? So uh, I suppose, again, it's another added benefit of being a smaller place, like tracking 30 people is a lot easier than tracking your 1,000, 2,000 facility. Sure um, so I have a business partner and we just kind of, keep up a constant conversation with people we know roughly what their idea is um, some of them will be seasonal based like the american football guys for example we know that they're going to be there for 10 months of the year they're going to have two months where they just kind of disappear off and do their own thing after the season ends um, and then um, i do all our kind of tracking from a financial point of view so i actually just use google sheets <laughs> um, so i've tried with your quick boots your software and stuff and it's just i feel there's a lot there and you could spend hours and hours and hours putting different variables in and i'm like actually do you know what i've only got 30 people to look after 30 people to make sure we're giving the best service to if i i found google sheets are just the easiest way get everyone on there and make sure they're kind of track tracking on what we're expected to do um and yeah it just makes everything simple we're big fans of keeping things simple if you can. So Agreed. that's what we've found Agreed. to work. I think that's super important. I think that's great. I think that's a great mentality to have. Um, and I think, honestly, I know you, you kind of made that face with Google Sheets, but I think Google Sheets is just as efficient as any other software yeah. system. Um, as, as long as you have those numbers there, you know where you're at. I don't think much else matters. So uh, awesome stuff there, there, John, as well. I, I agree. I think that's important. So um, and kind of moving on here, so here's going to be a little bit of a longer-winded question here, John, but a good question in itself, right? And uh, if you need me to repeat anything, by all means, just let me know. So, you know, John, in the fitness and gym industry, there's about three pillars of business we use pretty predominantly. That's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, getting people through the door. Your client acquisition, which is your sales, which is basically getting somebody from being interested to converting them to an actual client. And lastly, will be your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So, John, of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? 
lead generation, hundred um, percent. Our lead generation is like not not great. Um, yeah, that's definitely where we fail. Our retention is, I mean, I don't want to say amazing, the best, but it is very very good. We have a lot of clients that have been with us for three, four, five years. Um, so that aspect is good our kind of our acquisitions i feel is, is quite good as a percentage we usually most people by the time we actually get them onto the gym floor and talking to them either myself or well the other coach we have they're kind of in like once they kind of talk to us about our product and about our services that we know we're in a very good place but it's actually just getting those people through the door is where we're worst at yeah yeah. Okay. And I appreciate the honesty and transparency. And I think, um, I mean, one thing here is, I mean, you're a fitness professional, not a marketing professional, yeah. uh, which is totally okay that, you know, that you don't know how to market. I think that's, that's fine. You didn't join this, this business. You didn't do this business to be a marketer. And uh, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a component. It's a, it's a definitely an additional component. I think it's important, but um, you know, not something that you, you could not learn. Right. I think you definitely could. So um Totally fine. I appreciate the honesty and transparency there. And, and so the last two questions we hear, John, are two favorite questions. Um, number one, what's the bigger picture? What are you trying to accomplish long-term? So long-term, we always started off with this dream of, do you know Joe DeFranco? If that, is that, do you know who Joe DeFranco is? Nah. Definitely rings the bell, but I'm not rings so the sure. Bell. So Joe DeFranco was a guy, um, he ran DeFranco's, gym up in new jersey where they trained um like brian cushion from the houston texans middle linebacker oh, yeah the linebacker yeah. yeah so and if you do you follow american football at all or not really i know not yeah, really. yeah yeah of course yeah Come so on. yeah yeah no i'm just not the amount of times <laughs> you're like I'm, i just assume people follow american football from the states you're like no nah, so then so they had like that and chris hogan 7-eleven from the dolphins hard knocks um guys like that train there so they have a kind of private strength and conditioning facility that has like a bunch of free weights but also a running track um and that's our like kind of ideal endpoint, um, but they facilitated a lot of general population as well. So it's kind of like they also had this perfect mix of like one. Of the, I always remember one of the hardest guys they had to train there was just some like business guy from New York that just came over. I think he was a CEO of a company in New York, and he like was there for like ten years just training his ass off. And like that's kind of our, our ideal of ending up there. Um, and I interned with them eight years ago so yeah we've kind of like that's our kind of end point that we want to hit that's awesome you have it in, it's in your blood man you know you yeah. know their you know their culture you know what they're trying to do and you just gotta execute that that's awesome stuff man cool john and so so one last question for you here my favorite question and it's john if you could go back in time to when you first started your gym sit yourself down and give yourself that one piece of advice that you think you really needed to hear what would that advice be for you uh, I think I was actually half thought about this today already, but I think it's um, not looking out for that, like one big contract as it were. Like, I think we focus too much on like, Oh, we'll do X thing. And that's us set. Like we're, we've nailed it. I think um, other industries are very different. You can sign big contracts with another business or, another supplier or whatever and, and that'll be you that'll be your one big contract you just nail that every month and you're fine whereas we have really, started focusing on our one-on-one -on -one interactions with our clients and like just slowly building and gaining traction with a lot of different people different services and things like that rather than hunting for that like kind of one big star contract or one big oh yeah we'll do work with this university or college and then that'll be us done it, it just doesn't feel like it works yeah. like that so no so true so true i love that that's a mic drop of an answer and a way to close it out there john <laughs> look it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode john but before we sign out you know please shout out your facebook instagram website anything you have where can we find out more about you and a gym yeah so instagram we're at ats approved um that will should find you our facebook as well and then our Website's just athletetrainingsystems.co.uk and you'll find out loads about us. We've got a uh, monthly blog that we put up and uh, yeah. 
That's awesome. That's it, John. Look, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast and look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come and join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.